<laughs> I don't think I was expecting that. I know that's why I did it. Did it. What's up, guys? I'm Marlon. And I'm Marie. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of On Our Radar. Did you miss us? I know we did miss you. Uh, it's been a little bit. We took a break because, you know, birthday weekend for me, and we had to celebrate and relax and reflect and, you know, enjoy me. Um, soak, soak Marlon up. Oh, yeah. The straw. Oh, yeah. Wow. That's a, yeah. That's a beautiful yeah. take. Beautiful take. Enjoy thank you. him mm-hmm. and all mm-hmm. his excellence. Well, thank this. you. Yes. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you. I appreciate that. But we're back. Um, and we have just a nice, beautiful, packed episode to get into. Um, but before we do that, I know there's a special announcement that we want to start off with. And we'll get into more details about that a little later. But we are officially down into the 20, what, 21 and a half week mark, dear, of the pregnancy? No, 22 weeks. 20. Getting close to 23 All right. See, guys, please forgive me. I, the way I'm clocking it, and she had to correct me so many times, and I really am apologizing to you, baby, is that our week... Um, it's not, it's like not the it's, weekend. It's, yeah, it's not the weekend. It's actually in it, the middle it, of the week. So it yeah. really does confuse me a lot. So technically, I'm always a week behind when she says it. So when she says we're 21, we're actually 20. When she says 21, we're actually 20. No, 22. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm going to stop no. talking because I'm, I'm confusing myself. When you're thinking we're 21, because I'll say like over oh, 21 weeks now, mm-hmm. um, but I say it like only a couple days after I get the notification myself. Got you. Okay. So. And because then it's like, okay, I have this this journal that mm-hmm. I'm supposed to be keeping up with, and I'm like now I'm like almost two weeks late with that. Because it's hard to keep up with it weekly. Yeah, it is. Um, it's, it's, it's a tough you know, thing. I mean, this whole it's a tough thing. This whole experience has just been. Crazy, but anyway, it is. It's uh, a lot. Twenty-two. Two weeks. Twenty-two now. weeks. Well, yes. Yay! Yes. And then by Wednesday, we're going to be twenty-three. Yeah. Okay, so we're slowly but surely moving along and getting mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. into the bigger, better belly. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but that was a big announcement that we wanted to start off with because you know every milestone is a great milestone. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh so such for, for the next milestone, I will let you go ahead and announce that. Uh because the day has just passed, but we have to be in complete celebration. Um so please, Marie, the floor is yours. You may make the announcement. Oh. Of course. Mm-hmm. Not like they don't realize what happened yesterday. Mm-hmm. Beyonce's birthday. Beyonce's oh my gosh. birthday. Yes. It was yes. a beautiful day. You know, we were blessed by Beautiful skies. Mm-hmm. It didn't even rain like it said it was going to rain. No. Apparently, it's raining now. I don't even know. So my sure. computer says. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, which is great because <laughs> I don't think we watered the plants and they need water. I did it yesterday. You did it yesterday? I did. Okay. Before we left, I think. Oh, okay. Well, okay. I did not know that. <laughs> Anyways, um, we had great weather. It was a nice day. I took a long nap. <laughs> yeah. yeah the, the, very, the en- I went to sleep. Yeah, you did go to sleep. The energy levels have definitely been shifted for you a little bit. Act- normal activity has started to gas you, and you're just tough to admit that. I, 
I just I don't want to admit it. Although, because like I'm weirdly operating on the not pregnant mindset, and it's like, why can't I bend over and grab that? You know, yeah. why is yeah. sitting hard? Oh, not not sitting. Sitting is not difficult. Why is getting up difficult? You know. Yeah. At night, it's like, why do I have to roll over and then, like, me might, you know, climb out of the bed? I should be able to just, like, using my abdominal muscles <laughs> and, like, you know, arch up. Yeah. And it's like these little things are starting to not bother me, but hamper me. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why is that, bo- you know, why is this a problem? We'll get into that. <laughs> yeah. We'll Anyways, she so had a very magical birthday. Um, music is doing very well. Of course. You know? People, basically, but, the, the internet decided that today was the re-release of Renaissance again. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So many different clips and memes have come out uh, celebrating the re-release of the album because it just went like, you just start from the top and go right back into it again. Um, how many times have you listened to the album yourself? Oh, I can't tell you. Oh, it's... Okay, so basically the, the count is lost now. Yeah, Count as I don't know how many times I listened to it. Definitely after listening to another podcast that, you know, uplifts. Yeah, exactly. Uplifts uh, Beyonce. I and, like, I'm sorry. Let's just, let's just say it. The read. The read. I was like, you know what? I need to re-listen to this, you know, um, whole album. It's not like I was listening to anything else. I, you know, I crossed between Beyonce and um, now classical music mm. for the little one. Mm. So I just, you know, I delved back into it. Like, yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you can go through other albums because I still really like that. Um, shoot, the the album that came out right after The Lion King. The Gift, was it called? I really now, like that album. So let me ask you, in your opinion, throughout the the uh, Beyonce discography, okay, Ooh. what is the album that you like the most? That is like the top. Oh, that's difficult. Oh, that's difficult. Um. Okay, well, let me, oh. all right, so let me, <laughs> all right, I'll, I'll rephrase the question. Oh, I'll rephrase no. it a little bit. What yeah. is your number one Beyonce go-to song? Okay, who would be, um, number one Beyonce go-to song is, I was hoping by the end of that, like, long pause, a song would pop into my head. It's definitely not, you know, put a, not put a ring on it. Single ladies? Single ladies. Definitely not single ladies. Um, not to the left. Irreplaceable? Uh, not yet. Not, thank you. Whoa. I'm pregnant. So names and stuff are like leaving me. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to use that now. Oh my god. Um a, a song that I could probably listen to a bunch of times. Oh, you know what? Okay, Brown Skin Girl. Uh, okay. Every time, yeah, I have to stop and I listen to that. Okay. Yes, that is that's yes, that's that's become a new favorite of mine. 
Um, yeah. Okay. I'm just going to end it there. Okay. Because I am drawing a blank. Okay. It was, I was, you know what really came up in my head? Um, the music that she did when she did Coachella. Oh, okay. The Homecoming album. The Homecoming album. And I was trying to remember a song from that album because I really, really, like Homecoming, I really liked that. Mm-hmm. But I could not, you know, pick out a song in my head fast Cause you're, enough. Because you're pregnant. So, yes, because I am pregnant. Mm-hmm. And they are sucking up my energy, mm-hmm. my looks, looks, and my baby. It's still flawless. No, it keeps growing. Okay, every week. I do not believe that. I need. Okay. I need you to kind of just fall back and. I can't help it. I look in the mirror, and all I see is nose. No, all I see is the beautiful face. I see the beautiful face. Just get wow. into that face and just kiss that face, and then bite that face. First of all, we have to. We really do have to re- reduce our biting intimacy. We have to reduce that because they we're going to teach the child that biting is a, a way of showing affection. We gotta we gotta cut that down. It is in this household, but you're right. We don't want them going to preschool, daycare, whatever, yeah. and biting their friend or biting someone that they like, mm-hmm. like like like. Yeah, we and you know, yeah, and like oh um. So, you know, whatever, whatever has, uh, has been biting people. What's going with that? You know, what's up with that? Also, they won't know to gum. They'll just bite. <laughs> yeah. and so, if, they, if, if they have chompers like mine, then it's going to be. Yes, you do. <laughs> so, yeah, we don't want that. Like, you know, the kid is scarred now. Like, it's like I thought that was your friend. Yeah. <laughs> I, why'd you bite them? Because it's my friend. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've gotten in trouble with biting someone, and I was in college. Although I was drunk. And I really liked her. Wait a minute. Hold on. Yes, what? What's up? Yeah. You bit somebody so, in college and I got did. in trouble? I didn't get in trouble, but she got mad at me because I bit her kind of hard. <laughs> why didn't you bite her? I don't know. I mean, we were having a great conversation, and that's how I show affection. <laughs> I didn't like her like that. I just liked her as a person. Although she got, you know, I did apologize the next day. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. So we don't want that to happen. You see? <laughs> wow. Okay. We're gonna unpack that off camera. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, we, we're definitely. She's okay now. We talk all the time. Okay. okay. All right. Moving so right along. So, birthday was great. <laughs> yes. Let's just jump into the next one. Um, okay, as we are closing out uh, the U.S. Open, we just have to just take a moment and give a shout out to Serena Williams, as this may or may not be her final set in the U.S. Open, but regardless of that, she was playing amazingly. Uh, mm-hmm. She was showing just the skills are still top tier. Um, yeah. Looking great, and I just personally wanted to give her a shout out because, man, absolutely. I'm sorry. I don't think we're gonna get another. Don't say that. Well, it's kind of hard for me not. That to Coco say. girl is pretty good. Yeah, I, I do, but Coco you know, Coco. it's just like a, just a level of like excellence. Yeah, just a level of power that both Venus Serena kind of put in play when it came to tennis, like. 
them entering that world like set it in a different level like they came in and they just dominated from from start there was no like oh we're gonna rev it up no from start so just just that level of intensity and that level of power and and passion behind the sport i don't know if we're going to see another one like that i do say that there are plenty and you know i could be definitely proven wrong because i'm no tennis expert over here Um, you don't watch it like that (laughs) yeah but just knowing her and seeing how she's crafted the game and shaped herself through it and just what she is right now uh i don't know it's gonna be a it has to be somebody that just lightning in a bottle that's how i'm gonna leave it (laughs) lightning in a bottle but i just wanted to give a shout out to serena williams because it's just Seeing her, yeah, just seeing her go through it and just be who she is and just be like, oh, I'm just Serena. Like, that's a goat. That's a yeah, goat oh saying. my God. Such a goat. just, mm, goat. You know, and it came after a very stupid question. You of know? course. These these reporters, is like they, I feel like they just, at this point in her career, uh-huh. if you don't know who she is, if you don't know how, what a powerful player, what a competitive player she is, you are... You're fooling yourself, and then you're going to go in and say oh, yeah. something foolish. Oh, yeah. And you're going to look stupid. But I guess maybe not because these white people, do they ever really look stupid to their to their other people? No. Or is it just like, ah, ha, ha, we get the point fun at the dark black girl, you know? It's it's a common trait that we all, all, all black people in sports have to deal with. Have to deal with it. I mean, how many times have, well, not how many times, but I remember a couple of years ago, um, LeBron James. Yeah. Had to walk out of a press, and it's like it's mandatory in their contract. NFL players, you know, he had to sit there and you know say one sentence just because you know you have to do give press releases. Oh no, you have to do the press, but then press is going to come in just like. I believe it was Marshall Lynch who's like, "I'm just here not to get fined." Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. And And it's like kept repeating. I believe that's what it was. Yeah, it's it's disgusting. It's like you know you're in, especially with the NFL. Mm-hmm. They are brutally, you know, beating their bodies mm-hmm. every week. Mm-hmm. And then they have, then they get to sit there and have all these mostly white men and women talk down to them. Like they don't know the sport. They don't know what they're doing. They haven't practiced years. This is not their life, you know? Right. And it's like, I totally understand. And I even also remember, um, Oh boy, I'm blanking on her name. I think it starts with an O. She's half Japanese, half black. Uh, Naomi Osaka? Yes. Yes. She didn't go last year or the year before last because of how bad the press was with with her. Right. And I think she did show up this year, but whatever. Unfortunately, she was eliminated early. Pretty quick. It it happens. It happens. happens, It happens. In any case, let's end it on In the high case, note and give it. Yes. Serena Williams, thank you for note. changing the game of tennis. We, years, years of playing. And, you know, who knows? Maybe the daughter might just come in and just, you know. Oh, my God. Yes. That'd be amazing. And, whatever, and I know she wants to have another baby. So that's oh, another. Oh, really? Yeah. That was in her Vogue um, interview. That's one of the, that's another reason why she's quitting. It's a lot in your body, you know, and she needs to take a break to properly store and prepare house a human being 
Yes, as you are as clearly, I, yeah, yeah, clearly going through. <laughs> There's like, and then I think she even did the, the open like when she was three weeks pregnant or something like that. Correct. Which I mean, that's bare. It is barely pregnant. You might, she might not even have known. But regardless, hats off to you. <laughs> at, yeah. at that point, it's like. <laughs> 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 the the sleepiness like just comes in just okay. crazy fast oh, yeah we can't keep up with most tv shows now because you be- I, I, I have to go to sleep and it's like I'm, i'll be looking at the time too because it's like uh how much how much time we got on the show you got about yeah, five minutes I, left of me i this gotta like either tell me the plot point right now or i'm or i'm done I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna pass out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know, we we work together. We work together. We do, we do, we do. <laughs> All right. So on to the next topic, which is another congratulations to Nick Cannon. <sighs> you know, it's, it's 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 a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. He's you know he's just spreading the canon love across the globe. We have to give him praise. Give him his flowers. Congratulations. Does he do anything but nut in these girls? Does he? I, I, well, uh, babe, he found yes. love in... What? His penis? A lot, of, a lot of men have found love in their dick. So he has another baby on the way. Of course he does. So. You know, the sky is blue and the water is blue. <laughs> sky is blue, water blue. All right. I mean, all right. So people are kind of like in a stink a little bit that he is having another baby, but that's his life. Let him just, you know, he's not hurting anybody. Is he hurting anybody? Honestly, is yes, he hurting he's hurting those children. How is he hurting the children? They're not getting a proper father, father figure. Okay, but you can't be a present father to that many children standing over that many women. You can't be present. Can you be financially present if you have the money? Yes. But children need more than money. They need a lot of money. That is true. Right. But they also need someone there day in and day out. You're not that you're not being that type of dad. And that's another like little like nick. And or Nick, hmm. little niche, niche, or Nick at at mm-hmm. uh, the black family dynamic. Mm-hmm. Okay, wasn't well, fathers. Elaborate a little bit on the black family dynamic. That you're you're saying that he's not he's not showing the black family dynamic well, but I mean we don't know. No, he's not. Oh. There's no way that he can get any of those children ready for school. Every single fucking day of the week, or even like three days out of the week, you have too many kids with too many different women. Yes, I do realize that he goes back and repeats on vagina, which is great. It's not totally every, you know, completely different girl all the time, but it's this. this there's no way for you to be in lo- that many households weekly, biweekly. You're not being present. You're not calling these people up every day. I mean, I did like post a video of like nine or nine or ten iPhones, and you know, Nick Cannon trying to communicate with all his kids. It's not presence. It's not presence. 
washing, feeding, um, you know, just being there. Tummy time. You're not, you're not, you're not, you're not there. You're not there. Learning to swim. Yeah, you'll go to each of the graduations, maybe, but you're going to also hit that point where you're going to, there's going to be several graduations in the same day, maybe. How are you going to make all those? You're going to split yourself like Multiplicity Man? Remember that movie? Okay. All right. It's impossible. It's impossible. I I see your point. I do see your point. Trust me. I get it. I just think like in this space is like if he feels like having a large family um, and just out be out there with his kids and how many, I mean, I, I don't, I just, there's no hurt happening. I see, I see what you're saying that there's hurt happening, but I don't see. They're losing the, out. They're losing out on okay. a present father. Okay. But are they physically being hurt? No. Emotionally. Yeah. You know, eventually they'll see what people say on the internet about their dad or whatever. Mm-hmm. That might, you know, pick up some issues towards, like, the middle of their life or whatever. But, you know, they have plenty of money. They will go to therapy, whatever. Um, so, yeah, technically he's not hurting anybody. But it's just, like, it, to me, mm-hmm. and just a lot of other people, it just it doesn't look good. And, of course, you know, he doesn't owe me anything, nor does he owe anyone else on the internet anything. He can do whatever he wants as an adult. Um a free male. Yes, go ahead and do what you want. And he's doing it. Right. But it just it's it's grossing me out personally. Okay. And yeah, yeah, that's just it. And apparently Vivica A. Fox, who I forgot what show she's on, or is it a podcast or something? It's What's like that thing that her and those know. ladies are on. It's it's basically another version of of, of the, the real talk. or the view or the yeah. talk or the the discussion or the sit down or the red table talk or I, I, I don't know. There's, yeah. there's, there's just a bunch of women sitting there giving their general opinion yes. about um, current yeah. topics. Right. Um, and she's a part of that, that cast. Yes, for sure. I don't know. Yes, totally. I retweeted it. I totally agree with what she said. Right. Um, and yeah. So. Okay. Well, Congrats, Nick. Uh, congratulations, Cameron. I guess. I don't even know if I could say that with a straight face. Ugh. Ugh. Well, damn. Okay. Well, considering that you are already hot, ready, and ready to shoot, you might as well just uh, yes. go ahead and hit the next topic on our list of discussions. Go ahead. The next dumb bitch that got on the internet. Oof, this okay. is crazy to me. Okay, so I'm bumping along my Friday as usual. Was it Friday or was it yeah. Saturday? I, I want to say Friday, Thursday, Friday, whatever. So, yeah, I'm walking along. Yeah. She, she my usual. This one, it was crazy to me. Okay, so Stacey Dash, yet again on the internet, this time not talking about how black people this or black people that. Right. This dumb heifer jumps on TikTok, no, no other platform. It was TikTok? The worst. It was TikTok. At least I oh. saw a little TikTok thing on the bottom. Oh, I thought it was like just regular old fashioned. No, man, I think this is on TikTok. Anyway, she jumps on whatever new trendy thing in is and announces to the world that she didn't realize that DMX has been dead for over a year. It's been over yeah. a year now, right? Or at yeah. least a year. Yeah, been a little bit over. 
a little bit over a year. A little bit over. She didn't realize that, okay? And she is sobbing because he died of an overdose. Mm-hmm. And she is a um, recovering addict herself. And um, I think she just made a year or six years or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that day mm-hmm. was a anniversary of for herself. Gotcha. And so I can kind of see where the 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 issue hit. Mm-hmm. However, she could have should have taken this differently. She could have said, you know, today as I celebrate my five year one year anniversary of being clean. You know, I want to reflect on um, people who have lost the battle to addiction, mm-hmm. DMX. And then she could have done her little white girl tears if she wanted to about, you know, what a great person he was. I don't know if she met him, they didn't meet him. You know, black people in, in, in Hollywood do kind of run in the same circle, so she very well could have. Um, she could have, you know, then she could have done that whole thing. And, and then it would have been fine, a little weird. It was fine. But how she like opened up with like, I didn't realize that he was dead and like crying about it and everything. It just, it's like she, she filmed it. She watched it back and she still posted it. I have to caution everybody filming things, watching it back. Think about it. Is this something that I want on the internet forever? She said yes. Ninety nine point nine percent of the time, people don't do those steps. It's film, review, send. That's it. That's it. I mean, if you if if people if people decided to like film, review, and then not send, we wouldn't have the internet. No, we wouldn't. We wouldn't. Maybe the world would be a little bit better. Or how about this? Film review send to is this bullshit.com. Have that person review it and then send you a text message. Well, if they a, have a PR person in their roster, then they're not listening to them though. Yeah, well, they're not listening no, to them. No. So they need they need the celebrities need is this bullshit. Maybe, maybe we need to like create our own personal PR firm. That we can just branch out to all of those in the internet that's looking to say, should I post this? And we, we just sit down and we look at it and we're like, what's the goal? What are you trying to achieve with this post? Are you trying to get more likes? Are you trying to inspire someone? Are you just looking for the bullshit? You know, are you trying to like reach out and you know, you know see love or something? You know, maybe maybe we should do that. Maybe trying we should to go viral. Yeah. Yeah. You, no, maybe like we should bored that. today. Is that the problem? Mm, mm. Important questions. Important question. Important question. No one's talking about you. Mm. That is. Well, you know, you do know you wanna... like when when there's a lull and no one's talking about somebody, they got to do something drastic. You got to do something drastic. We, we've mm-hmm, seen it happen mm-hmm. so many times. All so of a sudden, we haven't heard about this person, and then next thing you know, they're running naked in the Popeyes. So mm-hmm. that is a thing. Yes. Yes. That yes. is a thing. Uh, you know. So, there, yeah, there's been a couple of them. Yeah. Well, Monica Lewinsky. I don't know. Stacy, you, you got a dash. You got it. Yeah, you've you been had the dash. I you mean, Jesus, you know. Hit the Jimmy Neutron. I know, you know Fox News decided that they didn't want you either. For what? 
Yeah, she was a little Fox News contributor a while back. Did really? you not know that? No, it stopped. Yeah. Stop. Stop. She's Stop. conservative. Stop. She's going to give, you know, different. Okay. Mm-mm. I don't even want to dive into that. Not even going to. Yes, we don't need I'm, to. I'm she, her her contract got rescinded. Oh well, it's there you go. Well, I don't think I think she probably she I think she probably lived out her contracts. Uh, but it's it's over now. It's over yeah. now. Uh, it's okay, sorry. Uh, we'll get on to another dumb bitch. Okay, yeah. Chris Rock. But um, mm. you know what's bothering me? What's the most about this is a lot. <laughs> this is a lot. <laughs> But what bothers me the most about these old heads okay. is that, you know, you've done your time. Okay. You've, you know, you've, you've started from the bottom. Now you're here, literally, because. Okay. Right, right, okay. right. Okay. So why not shut up and, like, enjoy your money? He doesn't need to be out here doing a goddamn thing. Not a thing. Shut up. Enjoy your money. What are you doing? Why Why are we doing this? Context. Chris Rock, apparently, okay. and we all knew this was going to happen, because okay. I certainly did, was asked. Actually, to, yeah, you did. What? No, no, you did. You did call it. You did call it. Oh, absolutely. You, you did call the that. The second I will, his face I will, stops singing. I, I know <laughs> I will put my hand up and hit the button. You called that. As soon as you I, saw that thing go down, he was like, I bet you. They're gonna look for him to host that Oscars next year, and I looked and I was just like, "No, they're not." And I, I was like, "No, they're not." Really? Really? He's really? like, "Hit the petty button like that." And like, watch. And I yes. Tell you, they want people to watch. Yeah. No one watches the Oscars anymore. If you say Chris Rock is hosting, you're going to get eyeballs because yeah. it's like, oh shit, what's he gonna say this time? Is, is someone else gonna jump up on stage, or are they gonna do like a little mock thing, which you right. know? It looks like Will Smith's there, but he's not because he's banned from the white show. Ooh. So he was asked to host the Oscars. Okay. And this heifer says no, which is fine. Mm -hmm. Not only does he say no, but he reaches back into 1994 and pulls out a joke that doesn't really make sense. And says, me hosting the Oscars would be like Nicole Brown Simpson going back to the Italian restaurant she left her sunglasses in the night she was murdered. It's like going back to the scene of the crime. Mm. Now, two things. It's 2022. We're about a couple of weeks away from 2023. This woman died in September. Yes. That's a couple come on, it's a couple weeks away. It's a good amount of weeks away. Okay. Time. We're weeks away. We're weeks away from 2023. Fine, fine. I'm with that. Anyways, we're closer to that year than we are to 1994. Okay, fine. At the very least. Fine. So that's one. Mm-hmm. Second thing is, she wasn't killed at the Italian restaurant, so that's not the scene of the crime. The third thing is, why would you why, why, why that? Not that I'm like, oh, you can't make jokes about her. I don't really care. That does that make sense to he you? He opened up his rolodex of jokes, and that was the first one I think that he came went up. into his ass and pulled something out, and that's what came out. Not even, 
Rolodex of jokes seems like you're trying. This this joke did not seem like he was trying at okay. all. Okay. So, internet erupts. Internet. This is why you got slapped. This was a blah, blah, blah joke. I can't believe, you know, too maybe too soon or not the right joke or something, something, something else. Anyways, you know, people had their feelings. They were in their fifis about this. To which only thing I could do was go, hmm, hmm, hmm. So this is a bridge too far, talking about a dead white woman who's been dead since 1994, that him disrespecting a black woman to her face in a room full of her peers, that's okay. Mm. We can't take the joke. You know how it always, the context of protect black women has always been Cast aside. Cut. Yeah. Cut off at the knees. Yeah. I mean, and they are trying to ostracize Will for doing it. See, it's 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 unfathomable to me. My gosh. Yeah. My goodness. The last time that we spoke about this, and I'll say it again, it's something that a lot of people don't seem to get. Okay. No. The context of where his headspace was, yeah, maybe the actions at that moment were, you know, just a reaction, and no one's excusing that. But understanding that he himself, who is a black man, has a black wife, has probably a black daughters and things like that, you wouldn't want to see that level enter their space because then you would feel a type of way. You would want to react. And I think that veil of like, you just need to know your people is gone. You know, Mm -hmm. and people don't seem to get that people are people and people go through things. Great, yeah. Most comedy is rooted in some type of tragedy, and that's the duality of a comedian, and that's all well and understood. But you're conscious, conscious, you're a conscious person of it. So when you put yourself out there and you do those things and you say those things, you do open yourself up for critique. That's just how all art is being perceived. Yeah, how that's all that's how all art is being perceived and received. So for for him. If he's going to pull the Monica, not Monica, sorry, the O.J. Simpson joke or do this in front of Jada Pinkett uh, Smith and not feel like there's going to be something going on or something pulled from that, then he's blind. And But he's also blind with a lot of money. He's also blind with a lot of money. Blind with a lot of money. And money can blind any motherfucker. Yep. yep. We see a lot of that. We see a lot see of it. We absolutely do. We so, absolutely I mean, do. for him, if he's going to say he's returning to the scene of the crime, then don't host and move on. Absolutely. Don't host and move on. They, they're just going to, you know, you were nothing but a monkey to them the last time you hosted during that, you know, Oscars so white. Right. They got a black host, right. which, you know, people asked you not to host that year, and you kind of gave the middle finger up to everyone who was protesting that year. And then spent how many minutes making jokes about both Will and Jada? It's like maybe he was watching reruns of. Um... Where are you going, bro? The show that Jada Pickett Smith started in, Whitley. Different worlds. Mm-hmm. Like he was watching reruns of Different Worlds, and was like, "Damn, I really liked her from the beginning," you know. How did Will Smith get her? And it's just like hate or jealousy or something like that. And he just can't keep her name. Like he sees her in a crowd. I got to say something. Mm. 
And not something nice, something derogatory. Mm-hmm. He couldn't have said, Jada, ooh, love the outfit or, you know, love the new look. Even if he didn't know, mm-hmm. you know, why she was bald. Right. Love the new look. You look great. Whatever. Bone structure. Awesome. Moving on. Didn't need to say a damn thing about her. Could have said, Will, congratulations. You know, this might be your night. Fingers crossed. Move on. Or he could have just said what the fuck the prompter said, gotten the fuck off the stage. So many things could have There are a lot of other things he could have done. There are so many different <laughs> options on the table, but he just had to be him. Him. That's him all it him. is. Just got to be him. And you know what? If I was Will or Willow or Jaden, mm-hmm. I wouldn't went upstairs, up on that stage and tried to body slam him. So he's lucky it was Will. Escort me out in my nice dress and all. I don't need to be here. I was just here to drink your liquor and eat your food. I don't need to come back. That's fine. That's fine, guys. Don't care. So if anybody has a first time on the podcast, Marie has a problem with several people. So I do. With Nick Cannon, Stacey Dash, and Chris yes. Rock. Please tune in next week where you'll find out who else Marie is upset with. <laughs> and I liked I liked Chris Rock for a long time, but like, oh jeez, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's it's that's what it is. It's what it is. Uh so this was something that I actually I looked I saw come up on the news, mm-hmm. and I I was very surprised because in my head I'm like I just didn't think to notice it. But I'm bringing it up because... Oh, I noticed it. I really... To be honest with you, babe, I really didn't notice. But I just didn't... It didn't click in my head. And then now I'm like, it's really about to... Because you never accidentally almost invited them into your house like I almost did. Okay. True. So um, it looks like the Jehovah Witnesses are going to be hitting the field after a 30-month hiatus due to the pandemic. Now, like I said at the beginning... I have noticed that they were not ringing doorbells and stuff like that. I just, that's just my mindset. I just did not, you know, because back in the day for me, you know, they were ringing doorbells and I'm sitting there looking through the people like, no, thank you. And, you know, it was just like, I just didn't lock it in. Like they just stopped doing it during that time. So now they're mm-hmm. going to be starting to hit the streets again. So I, I saw someone, um, Posting the article's comments, like, you know, if you have a ring camera, that's just going to be the best version ever because they <laughs> yes. can just speak into the camera and don't have to see you. So, no, no, go away. <laughs> I, was just like, I was like, wait a minute, 30 months? Really? We haven't seen them in 30 months? I was like, oh, yes. Like, I haven't, I really haven't been paying attention to that. Like, no one. See who used to travel a lot on Sundays right. would get hit with a lot of them. Sure. I would, I would, I would see them on it because some people um, sit in the train and just like have their books out and yes. have their like, yes. and then, and then that's <laughs> it. So like, if you're, you're walking past, they're like, you know, hold it out while they're talking to each other or whatnot. Yeah. So I guess those are maybe the lazier ones, mm-hmm. the more active ones will come up, you know, get buzzed into your building. Mm-hmm. Bring every doorbell <laughs> somebody. If someone in eventually buzzes you in because they're waiting for Chinese people food used or to something. do just ring all and hope some like who are you buzzing yes. in? Who who are you buzzing in? Yo, sometimes people are waiting for like okay, you waiting for maybe your dick appointment. 
and you get you get a buzz and you're like, yo, finally, niggas here. Boom. Or you're waiting for Chinese food or or anything. That's true. Also, sometimes this is this is a couple years back. Now we're aging ourselves. Mm. Like parcel parcel posts or or, or um, UPS, you know, FedEx. Yeah. They would buzz, yeah. you know, and then not always say something or you know, and so that you would buzz them in like you're waiting for a package or something like that. It just happened. Yeah, true. Yeah. My my mother has like. She, she said she just asked, like, who is it? But she was waiting for something. So she thought it was her thing. Mm-hmm. So she buzzed them in, and then she opened the door, and she stood out there for a long time, and, like, nothing nothing came mm-hmm. up. She was like, oh, shit. I might have buzzed in, you know. Some, <laughs> some stupid. Man. Yeah, something stupid. That's true. That's so true. it's not a good thing. That is why a lot of apartment houses, like, really try to make sure that that intercom is working mm-hmm. because it is hard to get these people out. That's true. And it's we are and they yeah, go floor to oh, floor yeah. Listen, to floor to floor. I remember uh, one time <laughs> that um, someone came into the building, and <clears throat> they weren't supposed to be in the building. And mm. I think maybe about thirty minutes or forty-five minutes later, like I heard a rush of the cops come upstairs, like and they were chasing mm. the person across the rooftops. And trying oh, to get them because they were like doing random shit around the building complex. Yeah, and they messing were around. Yeah. yeah. So I remember, like, I I vividly remember that. And then I think maybe like the later that night, my mom came to me. She was like, "This is why I tell you. You every time you hear the the, the buzz go off, you don't know. You have to check. Mm-hmm. And if it's not me, you don't open the door." And I was like, "I guess that's the PTSD, the scared straight black mom PTSD that we all know about." Like, I'm just like, "Wow, okay." Yeah. So, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. They're about to be back on the streets, people. So, yeah, get ready to hear Watch those. Out. Get ready to hear those Sunday morning uh, buzz buzz. Mm-hmm. It's especially upsetting when you're like when you don't go to church and you're purposely trying to sleep in, and you get a knock on the door and it's like, oh my god, like who is it? Like, is it a neighbor? Like, what happened? You get up and you're like, hello, and like, hey, I'd like to talk to you about the truth or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. It's like, ah. Well, we don't have that problem anymore because we have full rings in our house. So it's going to be, take a look. I'm good. Thank you. I believe in my, our Lord, Savior, Jesus Christ. Appreciate you. And yes. move and, on. And that is it. That's the and that's the, the end of the conversation. There we Doesn't go. Doesn't need to go back and forth. Doesn't need to go back and forth. Oh, uh, all right. So switching gears. Switching gears. This one I saw on Instagram. And I was completely completely surprised about how this story played out. So on social media, there's this guy, uh, hold on a second. Go. There was this gentleman, a neighbor that caught his girlfriend cheating and never said anything about the cheating. The situation that played out was completely, I don't, you know, internet stories, you don't know if it's true or not, but I just found this wild. So it says my neighbor caught his girlfriend cheating, never said anything waited until she was on a trip with her friends and gave all of her shit to Goodwill. Okay. Now, it's not, that's not it. That's not it. He's breaking the lease on Monday and moving into his new apartment Friday, and she comes back next Tuesday, and she don't know nothing. Okay. It continues to say, currently helping him move, and he's paying me $200 to do so. Yes. Now, here's the other thing. So he says 
He's even, and he has a picture, confirmed picture, quote unquote, that he's taking all of the things in the apartment to Goodwill and his bags, boxes, uh, a fake tree, all the clothes, everything. So my thing is, is that how are you going to go on a trip, come back, open the door to an empty apartment? You, you're going to be with no clothes and homeless. Yeah. My thing is, is that where or that is an extreme. That's an extreme response. That's an extreme response. Okay. Now, here's my thing. And I got to ask you, if you were ever cheated on without including murder, okay, how extreme would you go? What would you do? Well, like, okay, because we're married now, so I would be, I'd be pretty extreme, but we're doing before marriage, like we're just dating. We're just dating. And we're cohabitating. We're cohabitating. And Um, you find, and you find infidelity in me. What I would you, have to. What is your extreme response without murder? The level of ex- without murder, the level of extreme would would have to be to like what level of like cheating are you doing? Is it just physical, or mm. are you physically and emotionally cheating? Because oh. then you know, it's okay. Like, so in your scales, what's worse? I feel like the emotional cheating is worse. Physical is bad because then you can bring back diseases. Of course, that's horrible. Okay, but like emotionally cheating is like now I, I'm really fucking up. You know, because if you can't rely on me emotionally, then what the hell are we doing? You know, mm. then like then then it really reflects back on like, well, what did I miss throughout our relationship? Um. So yes, I do think the emotional treating is worse. Um. Okay. So okay, you're cheating. Um. I think the most I would do is pro- also depending on how long we've been together. Mm-hmm. Although, and we are cohabitating, I would, I would probably want to destroy something that I know you really love. Okay. Pretty fair. Yeah. Okay. So that might be like your Xbox. You think that's my most valued possession? No, I don't think that's your most valued possession, but I'm in that, you know, it's, it's a valued possession of yours. It's a valued possession, but you think that's going to like... In, that would upset you. You think? Yes, if I messed up your Xbox, you wouldn't be mad? I mean, I would be mad, but I'm just going to be like, I just get another one. Okay, so what, 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 oh, what, what's your most valued possession? See, that I can't tell you now. Well, technically, that you know, what you're, TV, carrying, you what you're carrying be- is my most valuable possession. Well, I'm not going to mess that up. <laughs> yeah, so technically. Because it's my most valued possession, too. Yeah, but... My most valued possession. But I, you're not a very, um, you're not a very physical, not physical. Materialistic? Uh, yes. You're not that type of person. That's what I was so, like. I don't know. I mean, I could, you know, maybe bust out all your tires. <laughs> okay. <laughs> See, it's not, nothing's landing. <laughs> nothing's landing. Okay. I mean, Marlon's just like, all right, I, um, I get new tires. I mean, okay, at the end, see, the thing is, is that whatever you go extreme, is <laughs> just like... Everything's like, replaceable. They're replaceable, and also there's consequences. So I was like, all right. What do you mean consequences? Those are your consequences. What, you gonna, you gonna, like, no, call the cops on me or something? Excuse me? You gonna call the cops on me? I mean, no cops are gonna be called. You just get a nice little letter being served, you know? 
What? No, 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 no. You pay for that yourself. Oh, I want to pay for that? Yes, because you cheated on me. I saw you You had your dick in someone else. So you busted my tires. No, you got to pay for the tires. No, I busted them for you to pay for. (laughs) How about you get your girl to help? You need a girlfriend to help. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm just going to let you know that I just, you know, hit you with the papers, you know. Papers. Papers. You whack. Papers. I don't know. I mean, I'm not like a uh, uh, um, possession destroyer person. I mean, look, I'm grasping at straws here. Mm. I don't know. I don't know what I would do. But, like, that's extreme. Although I have heard of a, um, a married couple, she did not do that. Mm-hmm. But she did take all the furniture and, like, drained the bank account, drained the joint account. Uh. And left like one pot, one dish, one fork, one spoon, one knife, yeah, and a sleeping that. bag. I've seen that. I've seen that. I've seen that. And to which you can only think like, well, what did you do? Because it can't just be cheating. You you have it's to have another family. Like, <laughs> you gotta have a secret yeah, family. Yeah, gotta be like levels to this shit. Yeah, For someone family. to really, uh, I immediately go secret family. <laughs> a a move like that? Yeah, yeah. yeah I immediately yeah. go secret family. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, my God, like, that's like, that's like levels of like, you know, someone had to plan this shit out. Because yeah. like, when you go to work, the movers had to come in immediately. Mm-hmm. And then you gotta yeah, have the 45 yeah, so. minute grace period just in case someone circles back. And they right. come, do your shit, be out. It's crazy. It's okay. crazy. Like, like you said, secret family. Secret family. I don't know. What about you? <sighs> if you were to perform infidelity, how extreme would I go without murder? Hmm. I would actually play the long game. I play the long game. Ah, psychological. I should have yeah. known. Yeah, I'll play the long game. It's just and see, that entails what? Because then I'm waiting gonna have... me out. Hmm. Waiting me out, waiting to see if I like confess or something. Oh, absolutely not. No, I have to first. I'm gonna get evidence. That's first. Like because okay, yeah, you need evidence. I gotta yeah. get evidence. I'm gonna, you know, basically get you know get who I need to get to make sure that it's confirmed that you are definitely having an infidelity. So I have proof on my side, and then mm-hmm. we're just gonna systematically break you down. Okay. 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 Yikes. Love you. Okay. Oh. <laughs> oh. Anyways, well, that was the funny part for me that I wanted to share because I was just like extremes. Sometimes you just need to no let invent out, get it out. I don't know. You could have just like taken all her bags and purse, her bags and um shoes. Listen, we've seen people, we've seen so many crazy things on the internet of people that cheat and do all this other wild shit that. I, I don't think anything is out of balance of how extreme people can go. So I don't know, man. Just... I mean, that's all her clothing. Like that's unnecessary. Okay, she shouldn't. They kick her out. You need. To, she was. He's just. He had levels. Damn. Did she have a whole other family in you? That would have been hard. That would have. Pregnancy been. is nine months. <laughs> <laughs> if you miss that, well, then my nigga, something's wrong with you. <laughs> Well, speaking of pregnancy, let us talk mm-hmm. about our pregnancy journey. 
and how things are going with you, the new tales. What is going through that process with you right now? How are you? Well, we did talk about this at the top a little bit. Yeah. But um, the the biggest thing right now is movement. Mm-hmm. I'm finally feeling some movement. Yeah. Which is something I've been waiting for. Yes. Um, it is so weird. Yeah. Yeah. So weird. Yeah. I felt a couple so uh, kicks and thumps on the yeah. belly, and it is weird. It is it's weird. It's definitely weird. It's uh, it's. It's weird, but it's also gratifying. Yes. It's yes, very gratifying yes, to yes. kind of feel that energy kind of starting to kind of come out a little bit because it's like, oh, man, that's, that's... You see it in the sonogram. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like crazy. So oh, it's well, like, so I know they're moving. Let me, let, if I may, if I may track it back a little bit, mm-hmm. I got to say, going through this pregnancy process has opened my eyes to how much of an advantage we are at when it comes to technology and what we're able to see so early in the game. You know, we were just, um, Maria and I were having a discussion with my mom and comparing and contrasting like how the pregnancy journey was for her with me and some of the things that she wasn't able to be a part, like able to see or do until much later down the line. So I'm just super fortunate to be able to see all of these things, see, you know, the little one kicking and adjusting and moving and shaking and all of those things. And the sonograms being so super detailed. I mean, bless on you, babe, because I know I could tell <laughs> when we're in the sonogram room and um, like the the nurse or the, the what is their technical profession? Practitioner. All right. I thought there's like for an official term for someone that does sonograms. Is there an official term for that? Stenographer. Stenographer. Wait. Stenographer? That's a isn't that a lawyer? Well, the 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 stenographer is a typer, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Well, just the person that does a sonogram. Yes. The person that does a sonogram. When she's pressing, I can feel because she's holding my hand. I'm like, ooh, she's pressing hard. Yes, oh they, they press hard. They jiggle you your stomach. I was almost upside down through half the last one. Yeah, because she wanted the baby to move up so she could get a full um, measurement of them. Mm-hmm. And then she even apologized. She's like, "Oh, I'm sorry. Like I did leave you in that position for a while." And I was like, "Yeah, I'm getting lightheaded over here." Yeah, and <laughs> when we were done, she had to run go pee. Ooh, I God. had to go pee. Oh, God. We want you to have a full bladder for this thing. And it's like, you know, they even give you juice when you go in there. That was something new. Yeah. I, th- although I think they really do like um, apple juice. Because I had apple I, I even took one with me. Mm-hmm. And I did feel like movement, kind of like movement at work. Oh. And I was like, oh, shoot. Like this, I don't know. It was like super refreshing. I, I don't know. Oh, There's yeah. certain things Beating that time. like. Yeah, the, like I don't know, like well, that's, really that's why I got the apples. That's why, duh. That's why you got the apples, huh? I'm out here listening. Yeah. Well, yes, yes, we can see. Uh, we saw blad- the bladder. We saw the uh, kidneys. Yeah, all the, the major, all the major organs. We've got an opportunity to see, which was awesome. And then, and then they top, lit up. And then they lit up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, that was the crazy part. Like, there's just like, a, like the what was it? The electrodes and nervous system and stuff. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. like things, it's like things are working. Li- live science. It was live science, and I'm just out here, just amazed and blessed to be able to be in the, this process and feeling the kicks and the thumps is just like, what the fuck? It's very wow. My stomach moved a little bit, even the, even today. Yeah. Like I saw like it move a little bit and I was like, whoa, you know, like, so I only could, I, I can only imagine like that was a true like mm-hmm. shift. Mm-hmm. They were completely moving over mm-hmm. probably because I finally stopped moving. <laughs> so it was like, oh, okay. I'm going to get out of this position while she's like still. <laughs> uh, but you know, the overall is that everything seems to be moving in the right direction. Yes. Uh, yes. The happy. Healthy. All my blood tests are coming back. Yes. Fine. Yes. Yes. I, yeah. I mean, I mean, I was carefully watched from the get go. True. And that definitely helped with my anxiety. Yeah. Because I had a lot of it. Oh and yeah. Still kind of do. Yeah. And that's um, and that's but, a fair thing. That's a fair thing. Um, technically, we are understanding that this is our rainbow baby. I didn't know that there was. Yes, this is our rainbow. This baby. is our rainbow baby. We didn't know this term as obviously because we are entering this parenting journey brand new. Um, mm-hmm. Any time that a we a child is lost through miscarriage, um, and then one is gained after that, this term is called a rainbow baby. Yeah. So, you know, our little pot of gold. You know, your little pot of gold right there. You know, that's great. I didn't know that term, and I was. When I saw that, I was just like, oh, so, okay, there's, there's terms for everything. There's terms for everything. There's terms for everything. So that was really cool to kind of see that. and Nice and touchy. Yeah, like, nice and to reflect on that. So that was pretty cool. Um, I, I got to say, like, this, this has been a lot of, a lot of fun. I, I got to say, it's been a lot of fun. There is, I'm leaning more towards the front Obviously, there are some stressful moments and some high anxiety moments, but mostly it's been a lot of fun for us um, because the anticipation of having them come and just the little bits of preparation that we're just, you know, going through, starting to do and getting the stages in, it's just been a lot of fun. Um, Yesterday, we went, uh, you know, crib shopping and we got, look at me, all right? I'm on pause. Look at me, guys. Okay, I gotta say, <clears throat> I walked into Bye Bye Baby. All right, walked into Bye Bye Baby yesterday. I don't know nothing about Bye Bye Baby. All right, Bye Bye Baby. I learned that was an official store seventy-two hours before that. Okay, I thought Babies R Us was still the thing. Babies R Us is no longer here. Didn't know. It that. is no longer here. Didn't know it that. Sucks. Moving so on. Fine. Okay. So we go into Bye Bye Baby, and I'm looking around. And I'm seeing all the baby stuff and all the little things like that. And I'm walking around, and I'm just like, not necessarily overwhelmed, but excited to enter this world. Okay, I'm looking at the car seats. We're looking at the strollers. We're looking at the bassinets, which I thought bassinet and car seat were the same thing. Didn't know that. Mm. Learning, mm-hmm. learning. And then what happens? I'm out here getting excited over baby clothes. I'm going through aisles and I'm saying, look at this, look at this, look at this, look at this. Look, I'm looking at humidifiers, okay, as excited 
for humidifier. I'm like, this this isn't the world, my new world. I got strapped up in my I got strapped up in a harness to carry the baby. I'm like, okay, first of all, we oh pause. Uh the harness that I want, make sure we gotta make sure we get a couple ones. I gotta decorate my harness, okay? So you want more than one then? I feel like I want more than one harness. Okay. Okay. I want one that I can decorate for the little one that knows that this is daddy's harness. And when dad is like the cool harness, okay, it's got to be the cool harness. So I'm going to get like, you know, a couple patches or like, you know, little symbols or something like that on my harness, a couple pins or something like that. So it's like, you know, when I'm outside with the little one that he know, you know, they, they, you know, they're going to kind of feel like they got it. You know what I mean? Okay. You know what I'm saying? I I want it. I want them to understand. You want them to get that. When they see that harness, well, okay, so tea time, it's it's it's, it's um, daddy and 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 baby time, right? So okay, so if it's a boy, I it's think cool time. yeah, if it's a boy, <laughs> I think I'm going to get like a Thundercat. And actually, you know, if it's a girl, I'm going to get Thundercats too. Yeah, because they're Thundercat girls too. No, wait. I gotta, so I gotta... if, what what would be like? Because even if you tried to do Black Panther. It's like, well, Shuri is, you know, come on. Yeah, so she if it's a, I got, but I want to make sure that it's like, you know, distinguished between, you know, it's, it's, it's boy harness and daddy time and then girl harness mm-hmm. and daddy time. So I got to like distinguish yeah. it. I got to think about that one. I got to think about yeah. this now because I got to decorate it right. Because I would definitely want like patches and like pins mm-hmm. on my harness to like, you know, symbolize as daddy and, and either daddy daughter time or daddy son time. Like, I got to make okay. sure. I got to okay. make sure. So, we're okay. going to work okay. on this. I'm going to decorate it. Because I want my harness to be mad cool. Because right? I'm going to be rocking this for a while. So, my harness is going to be boring? We don't worry about your harness right now. We worry about my harness. All right. Your harness. Can I sometimes use your harness? Mm, no. I guess. Whatever. Okay. I got the other thingies. So, that's Well, why. see. Okay. But the thing is, it's like, I want to, you know, because I, you, first of all, you've been, you have your harness. Your harness is your stomach. All right, you've been carrying, yeah. you know, the child. So that's your major harness. It's my turn now. My turn to carry the child. You know, give you know. Let so I want my joint to be like bejeweled out or something like that. You know what I mean? Like I am laughing at you. I know you are. I know you are. That's fine. I don't care. That's not funny. I don't care. Funny, I don't care. I, I do because I, I listen. And I do. Mm-hmm. No, I was like, I don't care. See, the thing is that, guys, you know, some people are like, oh, you know, dad, and I'm, I'm embracing this. It's a, it's something that we have wanted for a long time. Okay, mm-hmm. so this is a goal that we've, we've been striving for so long. We've discussed it for so long, and we've been striving towards getting ourselves in a place where we can finally really get into this part of our lives, and we're here now. So I'm not going to sit there and be reserved about celebrating our kid. And, you know, going out there and just walking, rocking around. I will have the stroller. I'll walk around with the harness. I will hit the diapers. I'll do all of that stuff because that is what I want. So if I want my harness to be, like, nice and bejeweled and got the, the you know, the patches and all that cool stuff, that's that's going to be me. And then once I'm done, when my watch has ended, okay, with the harness, I'm going to have it, you know, in a plaque or something like that. I'm going to have it framed. You know, I'm just gonna, you know, have it on display. Oh, yes. Um, one of our friends was talking about. Um, she got her belly molded. Oh. So I kind of want to do that. You want to get your belly molded? I want to get my belly molded. 
Do oh, you know, speaking of the the old school tradition, the traditions of things, do people still bronze shoes? I don't know, but I know my shoes were bronze, like my first they, pair of shoes. I think mine were too. They looked kind of big for a baby. Oh damn! <laughs> I almost had big feet. <laughs> yeah, do people still bronze shoes? I don't know, but we can figure that out. And I feel like we can find, you know. Yeah, but so you definitely want to do a mold. When do I you, definitely want to do. You do the mold towards the end. Yeah, like, like the max. Nine months. The max. Yeah, the okay. Max, yeah. Okay. 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 Nice. Also, we need to start discussing your maternity shoot because. <clears throat> yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, that's coming up. We gotta get you ready for that. Yeah. Gotta get you ready. I feel, mm-hmm. I feel like a woodland theme will. It's gonna. Yeah. It's gonna. Like that'll be perfect. That's gonna be your thing because you're just about that, like you know, nature and mysticism kind of vibe. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. Definitely, it's gonna have to be inside. Yeah, definitely gonna have to be inside, and I'm definitely seeing you in a flower crown because that's something I just know you're gonna do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's not like, yes, I know, thank you. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Oh, I'm gonna need a flower crown for the um, shower as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. That's yeah. that would also be woodland themed. I thought that's where you got it from. No, I wasn't bullying. No. Oh, you just. just- Wow, look at you. Just out of my own head, because I'm kind of just knowing your overall vibe. You know, you're in the Gaia, spirit of the earth, mother nature, water sign. Yeah, I kind of wanted to show up as, like, yeah, not necessarily Gaia, but, mm-hmm. like, show up as, you know, a, a tree nymph or, or a forest nymph or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know that's your vibe. I 100% that's your vibe. Absolutely. And knowing your vibe is something that I've grown into because guess what's happening this week? Oh, yeah, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, we are approaching five, well, I can't wear my, five years Five years of being in this holy matrimony union. Called marriages. Called marriages. Marriages. How do you feel? Five years. How do you feel? Accomplished. Mm. Um... Like, ooh, it's also fast. Though COVID, I feel like, spring forwarded two years. I would say so. I would say so. Um, yeah. Yeah, like, you know, oh my gosh, it's been five years. Been that's five that's years. pretty cool. Been five years. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Love, love it. Five years of love. Five years of growing. Five years of getting to know each other. Um, growing with each other. Yeah. Um, Dealing with a mass pandemic, yeah. dealing with several job changes. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. dealing with families. Um, yeah, it's been, and now we're we're on this new journey together, which is, which we wanted to wait. You know, after we got married, we didn't want to immediately. Yeah. You know, jump into. I'm glad that we took that opportunity. You know, um, a lot of people say, you know, a lot of, and I'll start off with a lot of people had a lot of opinions about how we should have started off our marriage, first of all. Um, Jumping into, like, you know, just immediately start having kids and things like that. But, you know, we had a discussion outside of that and knew that there was just certain things that we wanted to do with each other and really get into the meat and bones of our relationship 
before we started introducing our, our new party member into our house. You know, it was just something that needed. It was not a band aid. Yeah. Relationship. Absolutely. We wanted to be succinct. And we also yeah. wanted to be like, because we're going to have to raise this little person um, together. Yeah. And we wanted, I, I didn't, I don't ever want to, I didn't want to raise a person mm-hmm. with someone I hated. No. Or someone, you know, yeah, or someone who, like, I didn't really know you. Yeah. I don't want to be tied to someone like that for yeah. the rest of my my life. Yeah. And you know? it was a it, cautionary. It, it was a caution. It was a caution yeah. because we both came, again, we both came from single-parent households. We don't know yeah. what a dual-parent household looks like. And we were starting both off in that sense of we wanted to make sure we were set before mm-hmm. we brought a child into the equation. And it's not just no discredit to my mom or her mom and how oh, things no. panned out, but we wanted to do it differently. And yeah, that took a lot of reflection on both ourselves and what we were looking for and a lot of reflection on how we wanted to approach this marriage, especially when we got engaged. I think that was absolutely. a very big thing that we talked about when we were engaged before we got down the aisle and stuff like that. Um, and I'm glad that we got to where we are because, I mean, look at us now. Mm-hmm. Out here with 22, 23 weeks, you know, cosmic orb getting nice and big. And I, I'm just really, I'm really happy. Really, Me too. Really Me too. happy. Me too. I don't think a lot of things in my life, especially what transpired through the past re- recent three, four years, I would mm-hmm. not have been able to do without you. Me too. Yeah, Me too. Without your support. To, yeah, I wouldn't be able to yeah. make the moves that I made or be able to step into a new way of thinking without you backing me up and showing me love and support. So with that approaching five years, I'm like, we are just getting started. Absolutely. Just getting started. And I'm glad to have you it as is. a partner. It's, it's, uh, I'm glad to have you as a partner too. It's like, it's also, it's like we're, we're not at the beginning, but we're certainly not at the end, yeah. you know? Um, but it's like, but we're at, we're, 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 at the middle part of our, I guess we're still newly married people. I don't yeah, know. People who are like been married for 30 years would look at us like a baby marriage, you know, like, oh, you don't know five years, yet. that's the blink of an eye yeah. for an elf but, like me. But <laughs> technically speaking, it is like a blink of an eye because there's a lot of times that we reflect and we look at each other like we've been married for this long, but then also Outside of that, we look at how long we've been in a relationship together, together, and that's even longer. We still have three Mm -hmm. years on top of that. So it's like we have packed in a lot of time with each other. Like, I know my wife. You know, I can say that. I know my wife. You do. And I definitely know that she knows me. But I'm still learning new things about her every day. She's not the person that I began with. I know that for a fact. There are qualities right. that there are there, but this is a person that I'm enjoying my time growing with. And I'm just like, five years, man, that is really, really something. Really yeah. something. Yeah. And I still want to get at that thigh meat every damn day. Which is good. Absolutely. Good. That has not gone down. Absolutely, because thick thighs save lives. Of course, of course. Well, uh, as we shift into our 
version of Black Love. We're going to shift into the TV version of Black Love. Um, the last episode was last week. Right. Yeah. We took a break from it because, you know, we're out doing our thing. And we recently watched it. I forgot that they only do a certain amount of episodes. And I'm sitting here thinking that there was more. And then they wrapped yeah. up the season. And I'm just sitting there with a sad face like, what the hell? But Black we Love. Saw has... Thank you at the end. I was like. Yep. It's no. Over. But uh, it ended with the message of relationships are a marathon, not a sprint. That is the biggest thing that I took from the last episode. And it also focused on relationship goals, what that term really means. And I actually took that to heart. Because sometimes, even in my mind, I'm like, we should be relationship goals. And that's not really what we should be doing. We should be, you know, relationship examples. You know, and being truthful for what we go through. You know, being truthful for what we've accomplished, being truthful for what we are going to accomplish. Mm-hmm. You know, um, a lot of people know, and especially you guys listening and watching, know what we have in our relationship. We are jokey people. We try to keep it light. You know, we have serious moments. Um, but the real aspect of this is my friend. This is my best friend. And I lead with that first in our relationship. You know, I, I enjoy having Marie by my side. I enjoy just shooting the shit with her. You know, you may see us out and about every once in a while, but most of the time we are kind of homebodies. I'm not going to lie. We are kind of homebody people, and I'm okay with that. You know, because that's just us just enjoying each other's space that we don't have to fill it with other things. I'm being truthful. You know, I'm being truthful. Um, but this woman has impacted my life in the best way that I know that we can be in a great relationship example through and I, and I will bring it back cuz I speak on it more than she does but you know through the miscarriage she showed a lot of power and perseverance throughout it um she did not let herself break through those moments when she could have but she pushed a lot more than I've ever seen her do anything in our relationship together. And she came out with such a new understanding and appreciation of who she was as a person, who she was to me as a wife, and who she would be as a mom, because she knew what it took to kind of gather herself and do it. You know, it was a very hard process to watch her go through as a husband and as a friend Um, to know that there are certain parts of it that she had to do by herself. And it was hard for me to watch her go through that because I, and she will tell you, I'm a person that never wants to see Marie in pain. I don't want to see her uncomfortable. I don't want to see her cry. I don't want to see her upset. Anything I can do to fix that situation, I want to do it immediately. Remove it from her sight, remove it from her space. And to watch her and knowing that I could not do anything was really, really hard. And it it did fuck my mind up a little bit, to be honest. Um, 
but to see her stand and just say, you being in this space with me is all I need right now. I took that as I will just be here and that's it. Um, so I say this to say that, you know, every relationship will have a rough patch. This was one of our many rough patches. This was kind of our roughest patch um, today. Today. Um, and I felt like coming out of that experience, something seriously shifted in our relationship. In our relationship. It, re it really, really changed in our relationship. And I don't think a lot of people will get that part. Maybe some that have gone through the same thing will get that. But something for, similar, like a death in the family or right. whatever. But for us, it's a, it's a level of energy that has shocked between us that will never, never, ever change. Never yeah. change. And this is, this is my ride or die. Yeah. We had to truly lean on each other those yeah. weeks. Yeah. And um, yeah, it was, it was hard. Um, though, like, oddly cathartic for me because I so desperately wanted to feel something. Yeah. And boy, did I feel something. Yeah. So it's like, so just to make it real, mm -hmm. just because it was such an early, um, it happened so early on in the pregnancy that I wasn't really feeling, didn't, you know, didn't, my stomach wasn't large. Right. I didn't, definitely didn't feel anything. So it was like, yeah, I, I wanted to feel something and I felt something. And yeah, so <laughs> tough. It was tough. tough. And a lot of the things that we went through during that time really tested how we talked to each other, how we understood each other's feelings, how to give each other grace and space. And those teaching tools were reflected in the last episode of Black Love that we both were looking at each other and just nodding our heads of like, we had to apply a lot of those lessons at that moment, even now as we go through a new pregnancy and welcoming our new bundle of joy coming down the line, that our, our level of communication has to be even more wider and even more open because there's going to be someone occupying a time and space that we now need to apply. Never had to deal with. You know, so I'm just willing and open to receive it all, but knowing that I have to both be open about my feelings and share myself as much as humanly possible and not feel, you know, I got to be a man and kind of suck it up. Can't do that. Oh, yeah. Can't do that. I was actually reading something yesterday yeah. about bonding with your newborn. Okay. And how it's important for both of us to spend time with them, to bond with them, and also, like, leaving it open, like, not just you as your parents, but, like, you know, grandparents, you know, close friends, you know, who rely on them if you need them if you need the help mm -hmm. and to come in like, and also it's good for your baby to bond with other people, you know, but um, definitely the talking. That's why I asked yesterday, the singing, the reading to them. <laughs> now that, um, was, that was a little, I'm sorry to interrupt you. That randomly. was a little, that was a little random because she, we were sitting and we we're watching and you know, this time, because uh, you, you um, had mentioned like after you have a meal, like, you know, the little one is starting to kick and move around. So I had my hand, on the stomach and then, you know, I was just like, okay, let's, you know, cause nothing was happening. It was just like, you know, they're being shy. Um, and then, you know, you turned to me, you were like, are you going to sing to the baby? And I was just like, I never even thought about that. 
I never even had just random things. That's why I was I asked. So no, you definitely read, but they say singing, reading, um, eye contact is very important. Oh yeah. Um, skin on skin thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, miles, you know, yeah. all Always those things smile. are reassuring. Yeah. I so, mean, I can sing yeah, to the baby. Sure. I don't know if they're gonna appreciate, you know, the the, the banshee in me, you know. So. I, I will try. Unless it's light and, you know, and... This little light of high, 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 let it shine. You know. Sounds beautiful to me. Oh, well, I appreciate you. I appreciate you. But yes. Yes. Um, you know, just overall, looking at the last episode of Black Love is just a overarching appreciation of why I felt that show was super important to me. Um, yes, showcasing black love. Showcasing black love. And they said it's perfect. positive light. A positive light in the best way possible because it gives me a great example, several great examples of things that, you know, I've seen grow up um, that, you know, just little pockets here and there and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But it's just an overarching of people of an our age group, even, you know, older and younger, different, mm-hmm. you know, different varieties expressing gems and steps and appreciation for their spouses. I just, I just love that show. I really do love that show. And it's something that I know that somewhere down the line, I will rewatch over again and then even show our kids. You know, because, you know, that type of example needs to be heavy in the Black household. It needs to start to being heavy in the Black household. You know, we are not defined by the, oh, single parent, single parent, single parent. That's not everything. You know, that's only the part that gets to be displayed because we have to be shown that our culture has a lower rate of dual parent household. That's not the case anymore. We're gonna leave it to the media. Leave it to the media. And we're gonna show them, you know, why we can stick together and grow and you know have a big loving family. Mm-hmm. That's what it's gonna be. Well Absolutely. Keeping in the love, let's talk a little bit about ready to love. Um okay. not a lot of happened this episode. It was kind of not not in in the dating aspect. Oh, okay. In the dating aspect. In the messy I'm, aspect. Yeah, in the messy that. aspect, they just, my cup running over. Like, it, it was just more than, and actually, I'm going to say more than what I, I cared to, to see, honestly. Um, like, is there, like, older black people, and you're like, why are you still doing this bullshit? Yes. Okay. Yeah, honestly. Okay, I'll give you that. Yeah, I'll give you that. Honestly, that's kind of what it was. Um, you know, this episode, they were focusing on you know, some one of the contestants had shared their past trauma in a safe space or what was perceived as a safe space and it was used as a way to demean or diminish her qualifications in the process, mm-hmm. ultimately leading to her getting cut, which was stupid in my mind. Yeah, I was kind of surprised too. You know, but um, it just didn't really flow well for me this episode. I don't, and to be honest with you, not much for me to speak on because I just kind of just kind of throw it like it's, a, like, uh, it's kind of okay. like a throwaway episode. Um, and, and I'm not with the whole, you know, girl on girl drama of, you know, reality TV. I understand. That just populates our news feeds and everything. Too much. Too much. Um, I'm hoping that the next episode will kind of get circled back into 
really focusing on the relationship building of what the show is supposed to be about. But mm-hmm. I don't think it's hitting it that episode because they had to kind of air out the dirty laundry of why yes. this was yes. happening and share who's been kind of having an issue with who and kind of yeah, like what's out. going on. Yeah. yeah. Kind of yeah. weed out like, are you intentional? Are you not intentional? And a lot of times, I guess that needs to happen to see where the progression of all the relationships will go, which I do see mm-hmm. some forming. But I, I do. I, we do. You know, we do. We we definitely had our agreements that um certain people naturally blended together and there are starting to form that that, that crux of the relationship that may be towards the end. But I think next episode we'll kinda see how that that hammers out. So mm-hmm. this week Eh, it was kind of drama filled, and I wasn't really digging it. It was definitely, you know. And I know yeah. Marie kind of looked at it like, okay, well, we kind of know that she's kind of not that great of a person, so yeah, you know. But yet she, you know, she was her name really wasn't called too much when when he talked when Tommy talked to the yeah. guys, and it was like, you know, who are you feeling, who you're not feeling. Which I'm like. Ultimately, like how are you, some people you know, mentioned her. Some people did mention her, but you know what I realized, which is a, a different aspect of how the guys which are communicating in their lounge versus the mm-hmm. women communicating in their lounge. It's like it seems like whatever issues that one person has with one girl, it doesn't necessarily reflect on oh. everybody, or okay. is not being okay. told okay. to everybody. Right, right, right. I I noticed that. That's a good point. I noticed that part. It's only happened one time, and that's because each person had an interaction with that one person. With that one person. With that one person. And it person. was like, damn, yeah. what's up with that? Yeah. yeah. So if only one person is having a bad situation with one, then it doesn't go to the rest. So they're being a little bit more tight-lipped. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Good or bad? Ah. Uh, I don't know. I think you know. Could have really. I'm gonna. You know. I will say it may not be bad. It may not be bad. Um, but it may come out later when people are That's feeling it. the same person. When two people are feeling the same yes. person. Ra Ra Ray Ray, whatever that guy is. Raymond. One Raymond. Yes. Raymond. Yeah, he's already feeling four women. Yes. And he's feeling almost the same four women. Or the same two women that Justice is feeling or yes. Swayze is feeling or whatever. I think it's Justice. Yes. Justice. Yeah. And it's like every time he mentions them, Justice is like, oh, well, you know what? Um, no one's. It's not a challenge for me or it's not. What do you say? It's not. He said some bullshit that it's it was like. Competition is kind of what thank you. It's like it's not really a competition between me and him because, you know, I know that me and old girl or me or old girls, you know, our communication is blah, 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 blah. And it's like, yeah, justice. But like, we've seen at this point, almost everybody takes someone out on a date. What's going on? What is going on? I don't see guys like him or guys with his mentality. It's going to be very, very hard for you to find a quality woman with your mentality like that. Because if you're automatically like, oh, she's she's trying to get me because of my money, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, that probably has happened to you. Valid, valid, valid. Obviously, that probably happened to you. I'm not going to take away your 
issues with, you know, maybe some girls being a little overzealous on trying to get the, you know, fancy dates and Miami boat rides, whatever. I understand. It happens. However, you should not copy and paste that same mentality on everybody else. Because honestly, other people want to get to know you, but this is our society. Unfortunately, it does fall to the men to take the woman out, especially at the beginning. Now, this is not to say that some girl can't ask you out on the date, because of course she can. And then therefore she is, I'm going to say, obligated to pay. Mm -hmm. You can, of course, say, okay, I'm going to put my car down and be like, no, you don't have to pay. You could do that. You could always do that. But in my understanding, especially with you, mm-hmm. well, not especially with you, when, when we started dating, when I asked you to go to some place, oh, oh, hey, I want to go to here, you know, I invite you out, I am absolutely going to pay for it. If I facilitate the date, I am going to pay for it. Now, there were moments where you were like, oh, no, we could split it, or, or oh, no, I'll pay for it, or whatever. Maybe you had gotten paid that week, or whatever. That was fine. But I always led with, like, if I'm going to say, hey, let's go to this concert. Remember I invited you to this concert? Right. right. I'm going to pay for it. Right. Hey, let's go to this, uh, that really amazing Thai restaurant that unfortunately closed. I'm going to pay for it. R.I.P. Oh, so good. Damn. Um, I know. It's really good. Really, really good. Man, that's so bullshit. Anyway, I'm sorry. It's okay. It's okay. I know. It's just like, and you only, you only went there once. At least I had like a couple years of going there. You only went there once. Oh, oh, we only went. Okay, well, okay. Well, then that's better. At least on my hand, like five. Yeah. Okay. Good. 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 Okay. Yeah. It's it sucks, but um, um, yeah. You know, this is our society. It it does fall to the guys. Is it fair? No, but there are a lot of unfair things about our society, and we're not going to start with that. We can start with some other stuff. Yeah. You know, and it, it just it just sucks. It just makes him feel seem really cheap and 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 ugh. You illy, illy when he gets into his tantrums. And it's just like, I don't think you need to be on this show then. Ewe. Maybe you need to just be on a <laughs> maybe he just needs to be on a um dating website where he can talk the girl to death and and then eventually decide whether or not he wants to meet in person. Could be, could be, but we'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. Um, I agree. This week, this week was very drama filled. Mm-hmm. A lot of the things, the whole group dinner and that getting was... you know the shit out was very weird to me. This is the first time that's ever had to happen, and I would be embarrassed if I was a contestant because that means y'all are not vibing to that level that's so early that he had to bring everyone together and be like. Okay, you know, show your assholes, everybody. And it's yep. just like, Ew. problematic. Ew. You know, but then again, you know, there are in Miami, they are in Miami. And I guess, I guess, I guess, <laughs> Thank you. that's all. That's all. Do you think they'll come to New York at one point? Ooh. There's uh, a lot of singles here. I don't, uh, yeah, New York is tough. New York, yeah. New York is tough. New York is tough. I want them to be in New York during winter. Mm. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I want to see the sweater dresses and the, Maybe. And the velvet suits. Maybe. New York is tough. I, I would see New them going. Tough. 
Rhode Island? No. Yeah. Uh, where are we now? Nothing wrong with Rhode Island. Rhode Island. Uh, Shut up, Ty. Uh, um. I don't know. East Coast. Oh wait, well Miami. You know what? You know what? I, I'm going to tell you this right now. If I un, if I see how they play, I feel like they'll circle back to Atlanta. I feel like next season they may circle back to Atlanta. I bet you. Kind of where they started. Mm-hmm. Is it where they started? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay, and then they were Houston. Yeah. And so okay. We'll, we'll, okay. they might they might do that. They might do that. Mm-hmm. Okay. But anyway. Okay. All right. Fine. 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 We'll see. That's it. Uh, last That's topic it. to close Good luck, out. Guys. <laughs> to close out the uh, episode here is we did. And I'm not going to spend much time on this because I know that we can deep dive. But we did finish Cosmic Love, okay? Um, If you remember last episode or episode before, we were watching that. And it's a dating show that's basically strictly off of astrological astrological signs and being Mm -hmm. paired Mm -hmm. with their astrological matches. There are two points that I want to get out of the show, and I'll let Marie take the rest. Um, Number one, I'm actually very surprised that everyone end up saying yes to their matches for those who made it to the final round. Um, and then number two, uh, that all of the families that were involved were co-signing that they should be paired with their astrological matches. Um, that okay. was like too, like very, you know, my mind, logical brain was not keeping up with that, but whatever. Uh, Your, yes. Your Virgo brain. Yes, like, my Virgo brain. I can see you. <laughs> Virgo brain. She has commented several times during the series that I meet a lot of the notes of the you absolutely do. You are such a Virgo. I am such a Virgo. Okay. That's what Which she said. Like great, because it's what I need as a Pisces. Okay. Okay. Yes. Again, guys. So I too. Oh, sorry. Yeah, again, guys. Oh, I, don't I too was sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I don't know nothing about astrology. Not like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so when she starts talking about astrology and signs, I'm like, sure. All you can do is nod and say, okay, all right. Mm-hmm. Which he, he, Marlon will look at me a lot throughout this and be like, is that true? Is that true? Although they got into the astrology charts. And if you guys know anything about charts, it goes well past what your sign sign is. And they start doing like your sun sign, your moon sign. Then where like where you were born, what planets yeah. were in array, because like other planets are you know. Then they started talking about comets. It got very detailed. Like comets were going. Oh Not my a God. comet, but like Star. other planets, like your love, like your I don't know your love planet or family sure. rising thingy, and then okay. your your I don't know. There was something. There was, there was a whole bunch of other stuff. To which I had to tell Marlon that to get your chart done is like several hundred dollars. Anything. Anything can, job. Job. <laughs> Anything can be a job. Anything can be a job. Anything. But anyway. I was like, it takes a lot. It takes a lot. Because they have to really go. I mean, I got a headache trying to do my own. Yeah. Yeah. It takes a lot. They really go into your shit. Not, not just when you were born, like where you were born in a country, because that depends on the stars. But yes, 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 yes. Uh, I could be a Pisces. That was my face. Born on a... Uh, 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 um, a Leo moon and it's a lot. It's a lot. So anyways, um, I too was surprised about everyone said yes. 
Um, I was also surprised about how all the families seemed to be in, in on it. Even the families that at first was like, eventually, like, they cut, 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 and it's all of a sudden like, yay, I'm getting a daughter or I'm getting a son. Like, did I miss something in the yeah. cut? Yeah. I think we did. I think we did. That was mad weird. I mean, I love Maria, but how are you vibing with the mom and the mom doesn't speak English? How is anyone talking to the mother? The love is universal. And not... it, it, it spans across oceans and seas and languages. Now you know that's not true. That's how it ended on okay. that show. Fine, fine. I really badly want a reunion special where everyone comes back and airs out like, you know, I want to see what happened with um, Darren and, and the Asian girl. While you continue, let me just quickly see. Yeah, because there, there was at least one, two singles that left together. And I have to tip my hat to him because he was like, no, I'm not letting this girl leave this show without me. I'm going to bow out. And for that, I did feel bad for Phoebe. I think that's what her name was, one of the hosts, one of the main signs, elements. Phoebe? Phoebe? Marie? Sure. Okay. Phoebes. Let's go with Phoebes. Oh, yes. Someone did call her Phoebes. It is Phoebe. So, um, yeah, I did feel bad for her because her main, well, maybe maybe not her main, but one of the people she really vibed with at first and was tonguing down during their first um, uh, date ended up going up and feeling on some girl's booty two days later. And it wasn't it was it wasn't her booty. It was another single booty. You know, that's where it got messy. I really do feel like, and I know I've said this before, the all, everyone should have known who they were assigned appeared with from the get go, so that they could really attack and focus their wandering eyes to that one person. Yeah, I don't. And see... I also feel bad for that. No, 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 reunion show. Uh, what was that voluptuous girl's? What was what was her name that ended up being um, paired with the Gemini? Uh, and we thought that she was going to be with Noel. Alexis, maybe, maybe Alexis. Maybe yeah. she was all over Noel, which is the water sign. When uh, yeah, he was a Pisces. Again, guys, every she time I start, yeah, anytime they start talking about elements, I'm thinking Avatar: The Last Airbender. I just I started. To you check can't out. help it. I started to check out at the end. I was just like, let's just see how this just plays out. <laughs> Yeah, I really wanted to see. I mean, I really thought the air sign dude um, that reminded me of Aragon, son of Arathon from Lord of the Rings. Sure. He did. He reminded me of the long black hair. Sure. He was a firefighter. Anyway, I thought he was for sure not going to say yes. But then he went through his vows, and we were looking at each other like, well, this sounds like a yes to me. And he said yes. Everybody so. Away with a match. Anything could be a show. Anything could be a joke. You know, that's how I'm ending this it. This might have just helped divorce lawyers. Oh, like like um, Love is Blind. Oh. That show helped divorce lawyers, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, I also saw on Instagram um, the, the the mixed race couple. This is not Cameron. 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 Yes. Cameron yes. and the other guy, Matt, I think. I think they're they're the little BFFs. I think they're going to start a podcast with each other. Oh, really? 
Yeah, yeah. Okay. They're doing their thing, you know, there's a surviving couple. Okay. Well. I'm ready for little Bambinos now. Yeah, of course you are. I am, I am. I'm all about that. Like, let's, let's start popping them out there, girls. Let's go. Well, that's going to do it for our show. As, you know, Marie is looking in the babies, ready to have more babies, wanting all people to have babies. Okay. Babies on the brain. I do want, I want, I'm ready to have another one, too. I know. I'm ready. I know, I know. At this point, I'm like, should I, should I just try to do this back to back? Then I don't want—I don't want necessarily two or two. Careful, <laughs> careful, I mean, careful. Do I have to get back on the thing? Careful, careful. Okay, careful. Let's let's deal Once with the one. Once this one, one comes out, they're gonna be so cute that you're not gonna be able to help yourself. All I have to do is wiggle. <laughs> All you do have to do is wiggle. Okay. Well, guys, as always, we like to end our show on a positive and end with a quote. Thank you so much for joining us, listening, and watching. And today's quote is, the wrong relationship just prepares you for the right one. And when the right one comes, you'll be thankful the others didn't work out. Okay. So, guys, Very as true. always, please follow us on our social media. It's on our radar on Instagram. It's on our radar on Twitter. And if you have a question, a topic, or something you want to share with us, it's on our radar at gmail.com. Shout out to Riverside for giving us this opportunity to both watch and listen to us. And don't forget to watch our episodes on Spotify. That's where we are hosted, and that's where we share our love. So, guys, as always, I am Marlon. And I am Marie. And you have been listening and watching on our radar. We will see you guys next time. Bye. Oh, God.